Welcome to the DMF. I am your host, Justin Yachts, and today is part two of my interviews with Oliver Crooms IV. He is an entrepreneur, a producer, and an actor, and he is also the creator of the Carolina Film Festival, which will be in Charlotte, North Carolina on October 14th at the Independent Picture House. Enjoy. Now we're transitioning into the Carolina Film Festival. You've talked a little bit about that. What was like the spark? Well, my spark was really um, just want to do something new in Charlotte. Um, there is a lot of other festivals going on right now. A lot of film festivals, actually. Uh, but my main goal is, uh, again, to inspire and motivate people. But I also want to take the festival and pretty much put it on wheels. We're not able to do it now um, very efficiently. We tried it once. We gave it a trial run in South Carolina. It wasn't a huge turnout. But my main goal is to be able to take the festival and move to different cities in North and South Carolina. So maybe one day, uh, one year, we'd be in Fayetteville having the Carolina Film Festival. We might be in Myrtle Beach hosting the Carolina Film Festival. We might be in a small town, Lexington, hosting the Carolina Film Festival. There's no town, no city that's too big or too small for us to come us and like show a spotlight in your city and have celebrity guests come in and like, uh, like what other festival does that? Like we want to go and like show a little love to all the Carolinas and not just Charlotte. Um, so we wanted to build up our, our base here in Charlotte first, it's home. And maybe a yeah. couple years from now, five years from now, we could take that risk and go out to Wilmington and host the Carolina Film Festival respectfully to and like link up with the other festivals because there's ever the festivals in other cities. So we're not trying to stuff in any toes, but we want to go out and sh- do our thing and like bridge the gap between Carolinians and, you know, the film community all around the world to that part of the city. Um, and then always come back to our home base in Charlotte. <laughs> so that's what's that inspiration uh, is to, to see that it be implemented one yeah. day. But you still want to keep it in the Carolinas. You don't want to move yes. it outside of it. But you're saying, like, if we can take it into different parts of the state, which I think is a great idea, like maybe Asheville. Asheville right. has a very nice um, art art community. Um, I think they would... I think they would appreciate, you know, a film festival there. Oh, yeah. And There's a lot of RC I, area like um, Winston-Salem, Asheville, like you mentioned. Um, yeah. Yes, we want to um, move it around. But uh, maybe like every other year we come back to Charlotte or we may have other events. That's not the Carolina Film Festival. We may have special screenings or we may have workshops with a, a prolific filmmaker. You know, um, you know, we may have some really cool Q&As that's outside of the film festival. We may have student workshops. Most of those are going to always be in Charlotte. But the main big film festival, we might move that around every other year or something like that. So how did you, because you have like kind of a group together that you put together to do, start this thing. How did that come about? Actually, I did it the hard way. I did it all by myself the first year. Really? So the first year was really hard, but it was very rewarding and blessing to see I was in multiple newspapers and multiple um, news and, um, and it was very successful. Now I do have a team of judges. I have a, a board member team uh, that here to support me, what I'm doing. And um, we work together to do a great job. So I couldn't have done this without the board. I couldn't have done this without uh, all the judges to what, who judge all the movies. They did a great job this year. Talk a little bit about though, starting a film festival with just you. How do you go about doing that? Like, um, because I still have a full time job as well. So, is uh, yeah, I feel like one day I can write a book about time management. Because when when I hear people say like, I don't have enough time in the day, I was like, man, you don't, you do not know. You gotta make time. 
you gotta make time. You gotta make time to make it work. Um, but yeah, when you're really passionate about something or someone, you always make time. You make it work. There's been times I was in meetings and I have to run back to work and I have to sneak outside. You know, it's just as simple as that. I just make make it work. I just make time. And anytime I feel like it's under my head, I call on my family. So I had a great uh, family unit. So like my mom, my mm -hmm. sister, my brother, my dad. Even the day of the festival, my sister, my brother-in-law were kind of handling things. And, you know, they were my volunteers. And the little handful of us made it work, you know. Um, but one day we will be like the huge festivals, yeah. which I know we will be and have tons of uh, volunteers and tons of all these things. But we're we're working towards that. But right so now, was... a lot, I got a lot more help now than I have before. Yeah. So, so what was the first thing you did? when you started this this film festival like what what's what's some of the first things you did uh probably uh get that name incorporated to make sure that I was safe uh, <laughs> I went on um hire someone to um create a cool looking logo um I wanted the carolina to stand out more than film festival like film festival was there but you notice the carolina's like the in yeah. white gold and film festival because when people wanted the shirt I wanted them to know that we represent the carolina no matter what it is it's you want to look at it and then look deep like oh it's a film festival yeah you know, uh, so if you're out in L.A. with that or if you're or if you're in a Ohio with that shirt, uh, you're like, what's Carolina? What is that? Oh, it's a film festival. Yeah. I wanted that feel. So got that logo the way I wanted. Um, get that website built, get the social media going. And then I take off and network, network, network. So I made a lot of friends I have now who are festival owners like um, Trey from Sydney Odyssey. Yeah, I, met, I uh, met him. I met him this weekend. Oh, great. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Um, like Andrew over at the Carolina Film Network, uh, Julie at the Carolina Film Community, um, or you know, people at the Charlotte Film Festival, people everywhere. So I start going to their events and networking and going to film community meetings and always asking, Hey, can I, can I talk about the Carolina Film Festival? Can I talk yeah. to them? this is when nobody knew who I am? Not to say I'm a famous person now, but yeah, that's when nobody knew who I was. But now, if I kind of walk in a room, more likely people are like. There's a few people that gonna know who I am. They, they gonna know yeah. who I am. So I don't have to work as hard now. But before then, I was just kind of the new kid. Um, say, here's my new. Can I talk about this? And I hold a flyer uh, about this new thing I'm doing. So uh, to answer your question, all is that were the first things I did: get a new website, get the name done, got the logo, and then go out and network. <laughs> network and, and network. Wow, that's crazy. yes. It was like a starting a movement more than just a festival. It was like getting a. You know, I get my new my first shirt made, you know, let people know who I am. I'm a walking billboard, basically. Yeah, this, I imagine a lot of people were very receptive to it in the in the community. Oh, yes, most definitely. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Yeah, that's great. So, so, yeah, so that was 2018. Yeah. And then so 2019 comes and you do our you do second. Now, you, yep. And you add you you've got, you know, judges at this time. Now you've added some people. To it. when you started it did you was it just shorts was it oh we're still doing shorts so we're we got yeah. different categories um we have yeah talk shorts. about the categories uh yeah we got best short best music video best student film um we have best trailer which is a fun category and every other year we'll sprinkle something new like one time we have best drones uh one year we had something else kind of cool but one thing that also makes us different is that um, you're, those five or six core categories, if you are nominated for that, then you are automatically in the pool for best uh, best director and most creative. 
So those are two, those are like two wild cards. That's so basically it's technically you there's a chance you could walk out with two awards. You could have, you know, submitted for one category, but leave with two awards. Like if you have um, let's say uh yeah. the person who directed um uh This Is America by Danny Glover, that how you know how amazing that music video was, how it was in one shot all around. That yeah. was so boss, that was so amazing, so creative. More likely if that came to our festival, that probably would have won best director or best you know or most creative along with best music video so that gives that gives you know best trailer best music video uh best documentary that gives them a, a leg up to to be you know in a pool for something else as well um because mm -hmm. best short is our that's our bread and brother that's our big a big award yeah. that's like our main award but best director and most creative is a new icing on the cake where anybody can like be in be in the line for that that wild card. So the pandemic happens. How do you deal with the film festival then? How did you do? You just go virtual, or we didn't go virtual. So what we did is we did link up with other film festival, like I told you about Trey and the other ones. And mm. this was actually Trey's idea. We actually came together and created something called the One Charlotte Film Fest. And we did. We was on the news about this too. So One Charlotte Film Fest. Or one, the letter, the, the number one CLT Film Fest, as you can find on Instagram, is a, a a collection of different filmmakers. People always say, there's so many film festivals all over. That's so much. Why do I do so many? Well, this is a unification of all of us together where we could come together and do um, speaking engagements or, or like, at the, I couldn't make it this time, but we also came together for the Charlotte Film Festival. One CLT yeah. came to the Charlotte Film Festival and did there and... Um, we also had a virtual, as you mentioned, our virtual festival during the pandemic at that time. As far as me in the Charlotte and the Carolina Film Festival, we actually went on a hiatus and it actually had nothing to do with the uh, pandemic. We were just in a transition to be a for profit to a nonprofit. And that was just that took a long process to be a, 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 a nonprofit. So we're now a nonprofit. This is our first year as a nonprofit. So I used that um, pandemic time to get the paperwork and go through the process and um get that all talk, taken care of talk a little bit about you know that transition well it's um just a lot of paperwork and um <laughs> and um uh, trying to trend you know dissolve one business and then uplift it as a non-profit and um you know hopefully that will open doors for us and you know that's an opportunity for us to apply for grants uh, i mean they're all grants mm. for for profit but hopefully this be more easier for us yeah. um and for sponsorships and because we are doing things for um community um at one time we were partnering with a school called the emerald school of excellence and that's mm -hmm. it's a school yeah. that's catered for students who are battling drug addiction and substance abuse disorder and i will come over there once every two weeks or so and teach them how to edit on you know on uh on their computer or how to yeah. shoot a camera and and i actually produce uh, uh, some type of documentary or I did something, uh, some kind of film for them um, for one of their galas, their ball to raise money. So I have a relationship with with them and kudos and to Mary, Mary Ferreira, uh, who is the president and um, principal for that school. But yeah, we do different stuff with communities and I'm open for new opportunities to do things for the community as a nonprofit as well. Was the Carolina Film Festival last year or was that when you guys were on hiatus? The Carolina Film Festival, uh, we only had two so far, which was in 2018 and 2019. Okay. And then from since there, we was on hiatus. And um, 
we uh, participated in the one Charlotte Film Fest that I mentioned virtually. Yeah. So we just submitted two films, like each film festival submitted two films to represent their festival. And that was a really fun experience. But since then, uh, um, our new festival that's coming in next week on the 14th, that's our latest festival that we have since 2019. So even though we've been in business for five years, uh, this would be our third annual event. Okay, cool. And this would be at the Independent Picture House. Yes, the Independent Picture House. Our first time having it there, yes. I think that's a great place uh, for Charlotte, especially for filmmakers and just for film in general. Uh, Charlotte used to have all these different theaters, but a lot of them were owned by the you know, AMC and Regal. And now right. we have a nonprofit movie theater so that we can like, you can do things like this. And they're very uh, helpful for the process as far as transitioning the movies to make sure it's formatted correctly for their projectors, um, handling the box office stuff. So that's one last thing I have to worry about. Like if you buy tickets from my website, it takes you directly to their site. Michael and everybody over there at Independent Picture House has been very helpful. Um, and I really appreciate, appreciate them being here in Charlotte to have an independent house like that. Absolutely. Did you have a template for the way you wanted the film festival to be? Like was like when you were thinking about it? The way we have it now is amazing. And I like to keep it that way for a while. But I want to ultimately have it where like the other festivals are, where it lasts a whole weekend or a half a week or a week. And you can screen multiple things. So what the way I have it is a good and not so good way. Well, a good and a challenging way is that um you kind of squeeze everything and like, the whole festival is like a couple hours. So it yeah. starts at one this year, probably going to end around five. Uh, but in that three or four hours, that represents our entire festival. Instead of having for a whole week, we have it just for three or four hours. But that's also amazing because on our festival, we legitimately only screening the best of the best of the best of the best. So that might, <laughs> some people might not be, uh, they may be upset the situation where their films are being screened at other festivals around, but it didn't make it to ours. That that's only because we only choose in four or three best short category, you know, best short nominees yeah. or only three trailers instead of having a day where we're screening nine movies. No, we're going to show you the best of the best. So uh, it makes it more competitive. It makes it fun and it makes it enjoyable. You know, you're not um, being dragged out by so many movies that maybe shouldn't have made it in a certain category, but we're just putting yeah. there to make somebody happy. Like, no, um, the way we have set it up is straight ahead with those those top tiers. Talk about reviewing movies to be selected for your film festival. How does that go about? Yeah, so we're um, we're partnered with uh, the Film Freeway is our third party site. So Film Freeway has uh, it set up where people can submit their films to us and for us to review the films and judge it that way. And in that and in that way, we're reviewing different categories in each film. So one is creativity, one is cinematography, acting. Um, lighting, pacing, which is very important. There's a movie where the pacing's all over the place. Um, structure, and I think that's one or two other things. But yeah, we we rate that one out of ten for each thing. Our judges write detailed notes about why they came up with what they came up with. And at the end of the uh, season, we all collectively come in a, a Zoom call or meet in person, discuss each film, vouch for each film, why we think like, this should have made it, why this shouldn't have made it. And that's how we that's how we come up with our nominees. We, we go through rigorous uh, viewings um, through each film and judging each one by its merit. 
we have a code of ethics so that we don't have to worry about anybody like voting for any film that they're in or their kids are in or their you know their children or their parents are in. So there's certain rules and regulations we have. Then we all meet together and talk it through. So we have a dialogue about each film, each nominee. So we feel very we feel very good about our decisions at the very end. Do you are you looking at films outside of um North Carolina and South Carolina as well? Oh yes, sir. Oh yeah. We uh we receive films from everywhere. Um remember our first year, even the second year, it was um I think the second year the the best animated film was out in Germany. But yeah, we get films from Africa, Germany, Europe, all over the place. Um we get but also just for other states. Like we get some great, great films from New York. Uh, there was some films that we received and I saw some actors that I know of. I've seen it on TV. Like, I was like, oh, I think I saw this person on Long Road SVU. Or I saw this person on uh, a movie, you know. And again, the competition was so hard. Like, even some of those films didn't make the cut, you know. So it's just yeah. like, it's very competitive. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's a great time to watch them. You have some special guests coming in. Talk a yes. little bit about how you're bringing in special guests. Oh, Yes. Let me actually put this up so I won't mess up their names. Uh, yes, we do have a Q&A coming in. Well, um, first of all, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm a, I'll put them on my computer as well. Um, kudos to our host this year, uh, Fly Ty, who is a radio personality, and he's mm -hmm. also a news personality. And he also hosts with his wife, Jacinda, for the, uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, so they're very uh, popular in Charlotte and... Um, um, we're very lucky to have them on board. And um, Fly Todd, he's going to do a great job. I'm, I can't wait for y'all mm -hmm. to see him work. Here we go. So we have Jerome Core, Catherine Madsen, and Chris Spencer. So I'm really excited about all of them. Jerome Core, he's the um, head of the United States uh, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Accessibility content for Amazon Studios. So he's going to really talk a lot about, um, about what he does in, Am in Amazon Studios, how people might see a different way um the amazing things to make sure everybody have the opportunity who might be de uh, defranchised and you know make sure everybody have a fair balanced opportunity to have the film screened or uh, or overseen to the executives at amazon studios so i'm really excited for people to be able to ask him questions he's going to be called oh by the way all these people are calling in from zoom so he's calling calling in um out okay, of cool. la Catherine man said it was great talking to her uh, it was great talking to her uh, before that she's um, the sound supervisor for Breaking Bad, uh, Better Call Saul, a lot of other movies and TV shows, uh, 10 time Emmy nominated sound supervisor. Um, she and I was geeking out about Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, so she's going to be zooming in as well. Oh, you're a Breaking Bad fan too? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. So oh, good. yeah. So yeah, One of the best series other than probably like The Wire that like right. beginning to end didn't mess it up. I mean, no, yeah, at, never messed up. Yeah, you look at Game of Thrones. I saw you guys hosted a party for that, and I was like, man, that must have been kind of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, they kind of dropped the ball a little bit on that. Be like, uh, 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 but Catherine, it was interesting to talk to her, and she's also a musician. And oh, uh, really? Yeah, she's a musician, a, tr a classically trained musician. So she's going to talk about how important sound is to a movie, not just music, and not even not mm. even music, but her specialty is sound. So the sound effects and all that stuff and how that and how sound uh, is a big deal to make a movie the way it is. 
or a TV show. And um, hopefully people at the festival who are musicians or sound engineers yeah. will be inspired. So I like to show different levels um, for people at our festival. Chris Spencer, he is a big time person. We're really blessed to have him involved. He's a writer involved in writing for the Emmys, for the BET Awards, for the MTV Awards, uh, for BET Honors. Um, he's involved with a lot of stuff with Paramount Pictures. Um, he is the creator and the founder of the real um, husbands of Hollywood with Kevin Hart, Nick Cannon, and a lot of he's a person that came with the idea oh, yeah, yeah. Got all those friends together. Um, he's a co-executive producer for Grownish, where it's a spinoff of Blackish. Um, he's been involved with a lot of ABC shows and all that kind of stuff. So Shonda Land. To, he said what? <laughs> Shonda Land. Shonda Land, yes. I, I think he's involved with all that stuff um with ABC. Um, uh, so we don't even have a lot of time to like really let them let loose, but with the time we do have with them, I'm excited for people to be ask them questions and learn things Great. and be inspired uh, with them. Um, they're all calling in from the West Coast. So even just having that layer for the Carolina Film Festival is amazing to me. But yeah. Talk a little bit about going about getting those people. Like what would you, where would you go? Just for people um, that, you know, curious. I'm a, um, I'm a hustler, man. I, um, I, 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 I have some networks and connections from yeah. different parts of the industry. But a lot of it also is just me sending DMs or like sending emails or reaching out to the agents and asking they'd be interested in. And um, some I never got a response from. Some I did get a response for, but they just couldn't, didn't have to, they didn't have the uh, time. Um, I think there was one director from Game of Thrones he mentioned that wanted to do it, but he didn't, it wasn't available that day. And um, yeah, that uh, pretty much just me reaching out to them. That's, that's the way, yeah. Gotta, yeah, like, old school way. Do yeah. you decide on them? Do you have like a list for oh, each I just, year? Uh, yeah, I just kind of look at IMDb and try to see. I want. I wonder if I can find somebody that's into music, like a, a sound engineer, or or can I find a composer this year? Or okay, I can't find a composer this year. I would love to get a executive producer. Um, do I want to do all actors this year? Like I, I like to get a little bit of a different realms. Like this will be yeah. our first year having an executive for a major streaming studio. So I feel like that's a huge win for us. Uh, Chris Spencer, the, again, the founder of the Hollywood, um, Hollywood, what's it called? The um, Hollywood, uh, whatever, that that show, like he's the founder of that. That's a big deal for us. So um, I'm um, really blessed and honored to have them. Catherine, you know, involved with Breaking Bad, you know, that kind of stuff. Where do you see the film festival going? Um, Pretty much, um, not to over, well, not to over say what I said earlier, but it's pretty much what I said earlier about taking the festival on the wheels to different different cities in the Carolinas. I want to be able, to, if I, I want to be to a level, to add more to what I'm saying, I want to be to a level where if we bring in Denzel Washington or or um, Lawrence Fishburne or uh, Jennifer Lawrence down, they know, oh, we're going to the Carolinas. Oh, it must be the Carolina Film Festival, right? Oh, we're going to have a good time. You know, it's going to be very professional. I want to have that reputation um, with the Carolina Film Festival and that we can bring people to do things. I want to have scholarships one day. I want to do more with the nonprofit side. I want to have um, opportunities where I can partner with schools and and be an ally when it comes to um, bringing more films into the Carolinas, more in the political space. Um, um, a lot of people don't know this yet. Your, your viewers will know this for the your viewers going to be the first to know this, but um, we have a video presentation greeting from the mayor. Mayor Val Lyles is sending a greeting 
video to us. Also, um, Congress, Congressman Jeff Jackson also sent a greeting video. They they wish they could come, but they couldn't come, so they sent video greetings that we're going to screen at the film festival. So I want to be more in tune with the political side as well. Um, our last festival, we had um, Senator Paulo Jr. to talk about incentives and stuff like that. So we want to be able to tap into how to get more job fit, no, fit film jobs in North Carolina and South Carolina. We want to talk about how to produce films. And we want to talk to inspire more of the upcoming students, you know, have student workshops. So I know that's a bloated answer, but it's so much I want to see in the next 10, 15 years. Yeah. All right. That's great. Um, but you also in the banking industry. I believe your title is Global Financial Crime Specialist for Bank of America. Is that correct? Yes, that's so true. Yes. I've been working at Bank of America for oh, probably roughly 12 years. Um, I started in mortgages and modifications, then I verged into like compliance. Now I'm in anti-money laundering. Um, and I, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm in like you say, I'm a global financial crime specialist. So I uh I do a lot with that. Now I'm now I'm stepping into monitoring and testing. So I'm monitoring and testing mm-hmm. um the process of what the front lines are doing and how to modify it, update the job aids and all that good stuff. This is kind of my like little inside the actor's studio questions that I ask all my guests. So the first okay. question I always ask is, uh, do you have a beginning of the day routine? Hmm. It's trying to wake up as my routine, man. I'll be so sleepy. <laughs> um, I don't have a routine like I used to. Um, <laughs> Probably just the same normal thing, like I take my shower and get myself together. Other than that, um, just go to work my day job. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Do you have a nighttime routine? Mm, I love watching TV to go to sleep. Uh, I got the TV off before I go to bed, though, but I, I, I love to watch TV. Um, and yeah, just give me a chance to relax because there's so much I'm doing today with Spider Man and film festival and acting and work. So I like to just kind of turn my head off and just uh, turn my brain off, just watch some watch them on TV while I relax. <laughs> cool, cool. Do you meditate? I do prayer. I pray when I can. So that would be my meditation, I suppose. Um, I pray and I work out. Working out is kind of probably like a meditation. It's like it makes me like um, do a lot of thinking while working out, but it also just let me not think at the same time. Like I'm going to listen to music. I'm pumping in. And it makes me be in my happy place. And um, it's very therapeutic when I work out, when I run, when I be active. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you reading right now? Mm, what I'm reading right now, um, funny enough, this is silly. It's a silly book, but I'm reading because um, I'm a big fan of Parks and Rec. But there's <laughs> a, um, it's a, a book from, if you're, if you're a fan of Parks and Rec, you know, but uh, Liz, uh, Les, Leslie Nope. The main character has a book that she wrote on in the show. And now you can actually buy that book. And it's, it's, the book has full of Easter eggs and all every fan's dream is going through that book and seeing like talk about the different characters, about the different town stuff in Pawnee. Um so is it is it written in is it written in character? Yes, it's written in character. Like okay, if, okay, as if cool. Leslie wrote it, like with so silly and funny. Yeah. Cool. What what are you uh listening to right now? What I'm listening to, um, I've been, li- I, I, it's visually and listening, but I've just been watching a lot of YouTube lately. So YouTube has been like my podcast slash enjoyment. Like I've been watching YouTube more than TV lately. But mm-hmm. um, but as far as listening to music, I just 
my same old playlist, just a mixture of different things while I'm working out. Um, mm-hmm. If that's Doja Cat, that's Kanye West, if that's a mixture of even some gospel songs, whatever it is that's in my head while I'm pumping, working out. <laughs> I love it. What are you watching right now? I'm re-watching Law & Order SVU. I know I mentioned that earlier. Uh, <laughs> I've just been watching all that a lot lately, actually. Um, I, I love animated stuff. I, I love... Um, I love, uh, I'm looking forward to watching Loki when that comes out tomorrow you know, or Thursday. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's- Yeah, so I must miss, but yeah, I've been watching Law and Order a lot lately at night. It just enjoying to watching good drama, stuff like that. <laughs> so what, what Marvel, what's your favorite Marvel movie? That's hard, man. That's, <laughs> I would say my top five or six, that's even hard, but I would say uh, Captain America, Civil War, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, yeah. Endgame, um, uh, Infinity War, Black Panther, the original yeah. Iron Man, the first Iron Man. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, uh, but they're they're so. I mean, they're like thirty something deep. Uh, so there's a lot of to pick from, man. Um, yeah. Probably the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, those are my did, top seven. Did you get a chance to see the third one? Yes, it's amazing. It's good. What did you think of that? That was a that, that was good. It was tough, man. That was that was good. That was good. I mean, they a little sad, but it was good. I think Shang Chi might be an honorable mention. That under a lot of people radio. That was actually a fun movie too. Yeah, I I liked Shang Chi. I know a lot of people <laughs> don't don't like it, but I I I liked it. I I love yeah. the the actor who played his father. He's like a famous actor. Yes, right? yes, he is good. Over, yeah. over there. Yeah. So you know, seeing him do that, I don't know. He just brought so much. He could play this. He's playing this character who's you know kind of devious, but you also understand where he's coming from. Yeah. So you know, so you like don't truly hate it. You know, you don't truly hate him. You know, it's just right. Yeah. A really complicated character. So yeah, I like Shang Chi. I, I I was kind of blown away with that one. That one was pretty good. What did you think of Black Panther two? Oh, I love Black Panther. Oh, you talking about the second one? The uh, second was, one. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I mean, they they were handed cards that it was impossible. If they recast I mean, it, if they yeah. recast it, they've been eaten up alive. If they they didn't, they got eaten up alive too. Um, um, it Do was. You think they should recast it eventually, just so that you know, Kajala's yes. character yes. is yes. is still Amen. around. Yeah, because it's not fair. It's it's not fair. Yeah. it's like. I believe Chadwick Boseman will want his because he knew how important that character is. Yeah, you no, know, not to race into it, but like we have this very prolific, important black character, and um, and I guess he's not important enough to be recast and keep the legacy going on. We use an excuse well, the actor passed away, so there's nobody can fill those shoes. I like uh, so you're saying that there's yeah. Out of all the black actors in the world, you saying nobody else could do just a good job. That's yeah. also insulting. He's also like, there's just like, um, yeah. so Heath Ledger passed away, but we got the joke. We, we got another Joker, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, how long did it take us to get the Joker though? Back we got 2008. We didn't get another Joker till like 2016, I think. So right. I mean, they they made they made us you know kind of wait a little bit till we you know. Totally fine, but I agree. I think that you know it's coming because it's a it's a great character. I mean, it's just sad because I really would have loved to see what Ryan Coogler's. I mean, I heard like rumors that originally they were going to do Doctor Doom against yeah. T'Challa, and I thought that would have been really good. Because you have the parallels of the two. You have these two characters ruling their countries, and yeah, it would have been so vicious. 
you could have done like the difference between the two, which would have been really cool. I, I just, I found Nemor, you know, not to be as interesting a character as Killmonger. You know, he right, just yeah, didn't, didn't, he didn't make you, I was all for Shuri getting it, but I just thought that it just, they Plus got they, a, you know, they, bad, bad deal. You know, it's right. Plus you end up, you killed T'Challa three times. The T'Challa died in the first movie where yeah. he died a second time with Endgame. I'm sorry, with uh, Infinity War. Yeah. He died again on his second movie. This, you know, so he died three times. Mm. So what they could have did is they could have made the movie, they could have made Black Panther Wakanda happen during the blip. So they could have made it where, so that gave you the opportunity to bring him back if you wanted to. And that would have been cool. Cast it. Or even, even do the movie doing a blip and keep him, yeah. keep the T'Challa out for a while. And maybe if you have to do a recast, and it's easy to recast after, like, after the um, the uh, Secret Wars, if there's like a soft reboot, or or there's like a T'Challa from another universe to fulfill that spot, you know, there's ways you can throw it out there. Like the yeah. whole, even the whole story with Shuri could have happened during the blip, like the whole yeah. Wakanda versus um, Namor's could have happened yeah, during yeah. the yeah. that could have happened during the blip, you know. But yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like also, you know, like I really like Jonathan Major's character. You know, he's he's playing Kang, but I felt they they did him wrong in Quantum. Yeah, in that, Quantum Man. That was silly this, too, yeah. If he's supposed to be the new Thanos, yeah. I'm sorry. Ant-Man should have not like even gotten a shot on him. You know? shouldn't, like, he shouldn't even be in the Ant-Man movie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they did that. I I'm not sure. Um well, I, I thought it was going to be a big, like, it's going to be this big movie. And instead he felt like, I'm like, you already have shown now in the movie that Kang has been defeated. Even though he hasn't really been defeated, you've shown that, like, like the great thing they did with Thanos is you didn't see anybody, like, nail him, like, get a get a shot in him till that right. till that for till that movie till infinity war like everybody else if you came across thanos i mean look at the very beginning of you know infinity war he just he you see thor is completely helpless can't do anything against him he kills um idris elba's character he takes out the hulk like they set him up so so good and then yeah. it's like with kang it's like i'm like no, he he cannot be defeated by ants. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Can't have him getting a, a, a shot in yet. It's not time yet. Right. He can get there, but like it shouldn't be till like all the new Avengers or whoever is coming are already making. Then you can do something with him. But till then, he needs to stay this this superpower that no, if he's going to be the big bad, you know. And I just you know. I'm I'm anxious to see what they do with Loki, uh, season two. I enjoyed that Loki season one because it actually had consequences of the thing. I felt like the other ones were just kind of like, eh, nothing's really happening. Yeah. <laughs> right, I agree with you. Yeah, man. Like I don't like the spoilers. I right. don't like what they did to you know Don Cheadle's character in uh, with the the secret invasion thing. Yeah. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. You cannot retcon that just because right. you want us to be shocked. It was like, eh. So I don't, and I loved, uh, what's his name? That was the villain in, uh, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I thought he was such a oh, yeah, he was good, awesome yeah. villain. You could tell he's like a really, like, 
<laughs> the way he's delivering his lines, I mean, he's just talking to a like a sock. There's right, nobody right. there to him to act off of it. He's <laughs> he's just like really in there. I was just I was right. like, well, I was like, I was so glad that like, okay, he's not actually dead because I'm like, this is too good of a character to just right, yeah, right. off for one thing. He was so good. <laughs> um anyways, but uh yeah, thank you, man, for doing this. This has been great. Thank you. I had such a great time. Uh, I really appreciate you. And thank you all for listening to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. How can people reach you? Um, they can reach me on um, my, my Instagram is at Carolina Film Festival. Or me personally, you can reach me at Ollie Crooms on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, um, Ollie Crooms. And our Instagram on fa um, our, our Facebook is Carolina Film Festival. And our yes. website is uh, carolinafilmfestival.com. And Carolina Film Festival is coming up October 14th. Do you want that to talk a little correct. bit about where can they see this? Um, this will be at the Independent Picture House uh, Theater. And um, it's in Charlotte, North Carolina. October 14th starts at 1 p.m. And you can get your tickets at carolinafilmfestival.com as well. Well, I know <laughs> I'm going to be there. All, All right. right. Thank you, man. Can't wait to see you Thank there. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs>Okay, that about does it for part two of my interview with Oliver Crooms IV. I suggest you check out his film festival, the Carolina Film Festival, on October 14th at in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Independent Picture House. As always, you can find me at Justin Yachts. Please like, share, and subscribe, and consider checking out the YouTube channel. And I will see you next time on the DMF.